Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Off the Beaten Clef. It's a little bit different this week for a couple reasons. We're doing this remote for the first reason. And second, it's a holiday special playlist edition. Oh, so... oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think you should have done the ho, ho, ho. You got a way too much. Yeah, that's going to be my new ringtone. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, let's get into it. So here we are. Uh, uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate. Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, it is the holiday season. So uh, normally last year we would have already been on our hiatus by now. Our two month long hiatus. But uh, we're trying not to do that this year. Trying to get it uh, more regular. So yeah. We're, um, even if it's just little things, we're going to try and, you know, get some things out just so. You don't forget about us, you know, out of sight, yeah. out of mind. That honestly, it's because of how you and I are. I know, like, out of sight, out of mind is you and me. So if we don't see each other for like two weeks, we completely forget about each other. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I straight, I, I straight up told you earlier today that I forgot to take notes because we haven't done a podcast in like two weeks. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, yeah, we're recording today. I need to take notes. Um, so. Um, yeah, but here we are. Um, it's good to be back, even if it is over uh, Google Meet here. But uh, you know, it is what it is, and uh, we're doing, we're making the best of it. That's right. Um, and this is going to so be yeah. a, a fun episode. The holiday playlist is bound to be fun, just because inherently the music's not great. You know, like it's just it's just a time. So we're excited just to you know have a little fun. Yeah, this was actually a bit of a struggle for me because I never. I, there, I love a lot of like classic Christmas music, but I didn't want to make a list of classic Christmas music because that's boring. Um, like it would have just been all Bing Crosby songs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I really tried to step outside my box, and a lot of these I had never heard before, but I still really like them. So, um, do you want me to start, or would you like to start? Um, it's up to you. You want to do audience submissions first? Uh, yes, let's do that. Actually. Um, you want to read the first one since it's your wife. Sure. Uh, the first audience submission, thanks to everyone that contributed, by the way. Yes. Um, uh, Zoe says, I saw Three Ships by Sting. Um, she's, she has a lot of distinct memories from childhood of this song. And she's she's kind of a grinch when it comes to like Christmas time. Like She still has not allowed me to put up our Christmas tree. So uh, she's not super into Christmas, but she loves this rendition by Sting. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a great song. I had forgotten about it until I listened to it earlier today. I was like, oh yeah, this song exists. I had never heard <laughs> so, it. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it's a classic Christmas song at yeah. this point. Um, you know, it feel like we get a new classic Christmas song like once every ten years. Yeah. Like something will come along and like, I don't know. I don't know what the last class new classic. Probably all I want for Christmas is you. But that was like twenty years ago now, thirty years ago almost. I think uh, Justin Bieber might have had one. 
yeah, I don't know. Either way, it's Christmas music. It's, you hear it for one month a year, so it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. But yeah, this is a good one. Um, again, classic, classic Christmas song. So uh, moving on from there, we're going into our boy Tommy. Tommy Becerra uh, actually submitted one of my songs on my list, uh, Feliz Navidad, which I will talk about later. So good pick, Tommy. Um, thanks for submitting it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> T- Tommy is basically just a combination of you and me. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. The if you added us together and divided by two, (laughs) I think that's that's Tommy. That's really diminishing Tommy quite a bit. (laughs) No, he's just the middle of us. I guess the the median. Yeah, you you like the same music, and me and Tommy like the same nerdy stuff. So he is more than us. He is bigger part of a whole. He's a bigger part of a larger whole. (laughs) He's way more interesting than us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Number three, Alex Sullivan says. Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. And I didn't know that I had heard this song a million times until Alec put it on there. Right, right. It's, a, it's again, it's another one of those Christmas songs that is a staple that you just don't know. You never knew who did it, right? It's just like, oh, yeah, I hear this song 500,000 times a year in one month. So um, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, classic, classic style to it. Um, it doesn't really necessarily sound like an Eagles song, but... Uh, it's really fun, and uh, yeah, good pick by Alec. It's exactly what I would expect from Alec as far as like a, a pick goes. A classy pick. Yeah, exactly. Um, next is old Ben, old Benny boy, with Christmas Eve slash Sarajevo 1224 by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. So um, another absolute classic here. This is I know this is Ben's favorite. He's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to pick. I was like, just pick fucking Sarajevo. <laughs> I know that's what you're going to pick. Just do it anyway. And he played it and he's like, yeah, this song fucking rocks. I'm like, yes, it does. So just pick it. Um, again, we'll talk about Trans-Siberian Orchestra again later. Um, but yeah, they're they're incredible. So Yeah, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it in a little bit, but great pick. Uh, number five, Louis Curran says, Jingle Bell Metal by Psycho Stick. Yep. I never thought we would talk about Psycho Stick so much in one calendar year. <laughs> it's insane. Um, yep. But it's another goofy Christmas song, which we're going to have a couple of those, and I'm into it. Yeah, I think almost all of mine are goofy, or at least not like serious for anyway. Um, yeah, it's, it's Psycho Stick. I've talked about them before on the podcast. Uh, they're... <sighs> They're good, but they are a joke band for sure. I mean, yeah. they make joke music. This is another joke song. And I really actually I, I legitimately like them, like unironically. Um, I think they make a decent brand of metal. Uh, but yeah, this is a Jingle Bell metal. It's exactly what you'd expect from Psycho Stick. Some, some poop humor, some dick humor, and uh, yeah. And all wrapped up in a nice little metal package. So. Yeah. So yeah, uh, thanks to everyone that contributed. Uh, I think most people contributed on instagram or independently reached out to us yes. um so we appreciate it but we do prefer gmail if uh if we had a preference it's true because we can actually read your comments and stuff yeah uh, but uh i suppose you I suppose you could dm us on any social media but yeah that, that, whatever works yeah we're just being picky you know yeah. that's our new year's rev- resolution is just to tell people what we want be direct <laughs> i mean we mission accomplished <laughs> all right uh you can you can go first since it's your episode 
Okay. So uh, my first pick is a song I hadn't heard until the other day. Uh, it's called Krampus is Coming to Town by Rusty Cage. Obviously a play on the classic Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Um, it's a kind of a folky, like almost like campfire sing-along, um, which everybody loves, obviously. It's very much in the spirit of the season, at least sonically. Uh, but it's about Krampus, which is a demon from the Christmas season that just ruthlessly eats people. And that's what this song is about. Uh, it's really, really funny. It's a fun, like, uh, like making fun of the Christmas season. Like this guy, he, I don't think he hates the Christmas season, but he's, he's kind of very jaded about it, which is the way I end up always end up feeling every Christmas is like, fuck, I hate Christmas because of all the shit I have to deal with during Christmas time. But uh, it's just a fun little song, and I love the Krampus, please don't eat my parents. <laughs> it's just, it makes, it's one of those lines that just doesn't really fit. Um, you're expecting a rhyme, and he says that. It's just, it's really, really good. So there's a little subversion of expectations there. So what, do you, what did you think about Krampus is coming to town? This guy reminded me of someone that got, got drunk, and like a drunk uncle who, like, Everyone kind of dreads. They're like, oh, maybe he won't show up this year. And then he shows up and just like completely makes all the kids cry by telling them about Krampus and all the things he does. And it's like, Jesus Christ, does he, do you have to come here and ruin Christmas? Well, Christmas sucks, guys. <laughs> but that all that being said, it's like somehow cheery and sing along. So like if you don't know the words, it it's endearing and kind of catchy. So I... I like the dichotomy of like it sounding like a cheery song and then it's it's like a sing along but really it's about like the worst. This is like anti-Christmas song. Yeah. This is yeah, the absolutely. Deadpool of Christmas. Yeah, okay, pretty much, yeah. Um it's uh Yeah, it's it's just made me laugh, so I had to put it on here, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's the So my first Oof. pick is Home Alone theme by August Burns Red. Um August Burns Red is just so cool. They they do so many good things and they do so many covers well. And I don't think they get enough credit for just like being a prolific and good metal band that has just like stood the test of time. Yep. But this song is a great rendition and it, and this is one that's like hardly ever redone, especially like an instrumental version. Um, so I love the commitment to the sound of the original and it has like that metal f- flair. So it's just cool. It's it's cool to like headbang to a song that you know is home alone like it it still feels like christmas even though it's metal right yeah no 100 percent, man uh i i and with this song like i never really think about it as like home alone like exclusive like i, I just don't realize that this was like specifically made for home alone which is a credit to the movie and the song um, just that it fits, it just is in our conscious, social conscious now as a, just a Christmas song, not necessarily Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone is my favorite Christmas movie, so um, it's just perfect to me. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, August Burns Red does a great metal cover, um, and really they really blow it out of the park. I, I honestly, I, I was going to pick this <laughs> when I was, because I searched for like metal, like I, the way I built my playlist was like, I just picked a genre and typed in Christmas on Spotify and just listened to a bunch of stuff to see if I liked it. And this was one of the first ones that came up on the metal playlist. And yeah, it was just really fucking good. And then I was going to add it. And then I saw you already had it on there. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. That might be <laughs> the first time in, in podcast history for us that we have done that. I don't think we've yeah, ever oh, yeah. thought of our song before. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we fought over uh, what Foxy's Jam for our favorite songs of the <laughs> yeah. summer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely got some touches of Avenged Sevenfold um, and the guitar work. It really, really reminded me of um, a lot of early Avenged Sevenfold guitar work and their soloing. Um, but yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, uh, so cool that I that I tried to pick it when you already had it. <laughs> That's what you get for picking second. Yeah, you're always you're always way ahead of the game on me. So in my I defense, be... I like I made the whole document and I made the playlist. So yes, so, I was bound to yeah, put it, it in first. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I'm not wasn't mad about it. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so um, yeah, so for my second song, uh, so hold on, uh, Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. By Nate Dogg and other various people. Snoop Dogg is on this track, and then there's another guy that has a couple verses, and I don't know who it is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know it's a single if Nate Dogg is singing on it, in the words of West Side Connection. Um, the verses are fine, but anything with Nate Dogg is just a, is immediately the coolest thing you've listened to that day. There's, he's so silky smooth and it's just that he takes there's this great little bass line in throughout the entire song that i didn't really hear until i listened to it with headphones th- today um and it just takes that his silky smooth voice just kind of takes it to that next level um and yeah it's just it's really funny for me to listen to like hip-hop uh and Christmas songs because it's so far removed from my experience as a child. Like, I don't know what a ghetto Christmas looks like. Um, so I can't help. Really. The only thing Christmas about this is that little bell that they have like (laughs) chinging throughout the song. Yeah. And then Nate dog on Santa Claus. (laughs) Go straight to the ghetto. (laughs) And then that's it. R.I.P. Nate Dog, by the way. R.I.P. R.I.P. Put the hands up. Um, I can see actually see the emojis this week, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this song is cool the same way like Wu Tang is cool. It's like, yeah. I don't feel cool enough to be allowed to listen to this. And <laughs> anyone that gatekeeps hip hop songs like this, I get it. Like I, I'm way too white and nerdy for that. But I had never heard this song, and it's kind of crazy. But I guess like. There's not a lot of hip hop Christmas albums. I mean, Snoop Dogg has one, but I'm not crazy about Snoop Dogg to begin with. And even in this song, I was like, okay, I'm just waiting for the chorus to come back. But um, yeah, l- yeah, like I said earlier, like the bells and them mentioning Christmas, that's the only thing Christmas about this song. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure all the verses are about like Christmas and shit, but it's just, it's so goofy that I had to put it in here. Plus, it's fucking Nate Dogg. So yeah, that's. That's someone uh, I think we should dive into more next year. The problem is he's just basically was only on features, so he never really did any solo stuff. But we could do a best of Nate Dogg yeah. at some point. Yeah, a Nate Dogg draft. Nate Dogg November. <laughs> Nate Dogg November. <laughs> uh, uh, so my second pick, Santa Stole My Girlfriend by The Main. And you know what? Fuck Santa for real. <laughs> <laughs> He's out here breaking my man's heart. He's out here deciding who's good and who's bad, and he's out here being the worst. We, mm-hmm. so, you know what? That's all. That that was the whole bit I had. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I I thought I was gonna have more, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> long pause for laughter. Uh, I have enjoyed this song for a long time <laughs> because it seems like a sincere. <laughs> Oh God! Sorry. 
<laughs> I've enjoyed this song for a really long time because it sounds like a sincere song and it's kind of um it feels like a sad broken-hearted song but it's really just about you know Santa cucking you so yeah it's always much. been it's always funny to listen to this with with someone for the first time and the when it gets to the chorus it's like Santa you bitch they're like whoa <laughs> like yeah yeah how you feel about that but uh, yeah, it's it's a funny song and it's it paints a mental image in your head that's just so funny for some reason. Yeah, yeah. No, a hundred percent. Like I, uh, it's a classic rumination on the the uh, consequences of I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, right? Um, and let's be honest, who wouldn't sleep with Santa Claus to make sure you got everything you want? I side with the girlfriend here. So um, tough shit, but you don't have what it takes. Santa's Santa's just got a little bit more to offer. Yeah, and this is before the main was big, so uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Cool. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you go. Uh, yeah, no. Cool little Midwest Midwest emo intro. I think, figured you'd be proud of me for that. Um, this is before Midwest emo was even like a genre, so that's that's what I that's what I thought because I was like, I don't know if this really is, but it's got the little tinkering around, which sounds like it. So I'm going to call it that. Um, but yeah, no, it's a year, like you said, it's a funny track that just kind of, uh, yeah, no, it's just fun. It's fun. It's, I, like I said, I side with the girlfriend, even though the guy's like sad that he's Santa stole his girlfriend, but fuck man, I would, I'd sleep with Santa. Fuck it. Yeah. It's, it's like if your girlfriend left you for like a really hot guy or like a celebrity guy, you're like, I'm mad, but I understand. No, it's not quite like that because Santa Claus is magic and grants. Well, Santa's still <laughs> hot though. He's got uh, like a, yeah. he's got the like the the granddaddy thing going. That's true. He is a silver fox. He's got the little twisty mustache too. Mm-hmm. He brings he's all hard. the gifts. Like you want to, he's like a father figure. I, I mean, I get it. It checks out. He's for nice me. and he's nice, nice and cuddly. Yeah, he's warm. I get it. Yeah, Santa is always bulking. So, like, <laughs> he's never going to guilt you about that extra slice of pizza. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, no. So do we want to bang Santa? Do we just decide that? Yeah, I'd fuck Santa. I've okay. already said it three times. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you warmed me up to it. I think I'm in. Yeah, yeah let's do it. A little threesome. <laughs> Menage Christmas. Our first OnlyFans video will be... <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> what's your third pick? Uh, my third pick is What's This by Flyleaf. So uh, I know you haven't seen Nightmare Before Christmas still, even though you still need to see it. It's great. Um, this was almost a corn song, the st- Stealing Sandy Claus. Um, but this one just fits the Christmas theme a little better. Uh, plus, I really, really, really love this rendition by Flyleaf. It's creepy and sexy, kind of. Um, it, it's, it's, I really, really like that take on this like classic show tune because this is the most show tune song in a show in like a mu- the musical that is Nightmare Before Christmas. And it's just, it's really good. Um, the visuals that go along with it in the movie are awesome. Uh, the way the guy who sings for Jack performs it incredibly in the, in the movie, but, um, this is just so cool and a grown up. And like I said, it's kind of sexy. And I really, really, really dig it. And I, I was not expecting to like this as much as I did because I don't, I wasn't even, I knew of Flyleaf, but I've never really listened to them. Um, so I was really surprised by how much I, because I've listened to this song more than any other song on the playlist this week. Yeah, it's it's such a cool song. And I think 
I was listening to it on, on uh, I forget what I was doing, but I texted you and I was like, this is from Night- Nightmare Before Christmas, isn't it? And you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty obvious. And I was like, well, for someone that hasn't seen it, you know, I just knew by the cadence and the vocal performance, but she does a really good job of like making it like seductive. But yeah, like you said, kind of creepy, but seductive. And I personally forgot about Flyleaf. And it kind of took me on this like, what the what the hell happened to Flyleaf? Because they it felt like they were on the same trajectory of Paramore for a while. And it was like a competition. I don't know if they felt that way, but like that's how it was perceived by me. And I was like, you know what, this song rocks. And I don't remember ever hearing a Flyleaf song, and I was like, yep, that's enough Flyleaf. You know, like right. I'm not digging how they sound, but um, yeah, it kind of led me on this little trail to see like does Flyleaf still rock and it turns out uh their lead singer Lacey Sturm is now a solo artist and she was the first uh solo woman to top the hard hard rock album charts with her 2016 album Life Screams so I think it would be fun to like not necessarily do like a head-to-head but like if we did like a female vocalist month and just kind of like dissect some albums that we aren't super familiar with from some female vocalists because this is one of those cases where like I was into Flyleaf in 2007, 2008 and just never heard of them again and after hearing this I was like why? Why why did I stop listening to them, you know? Um so especially if they're they're going to the top of the charts it would be really interesting to see how it sounds now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally down for like a feminist February or whatever. Oh, anytime. Good. Hey, look, anytime we can get some alliteration, I'm down with it. I, and I, you know, I love female vocalists as well. So, yeah, I think we should do that for sure. I mean, we we're gonna do a little what what's coming up next episode here in a bit, but um, we could talk about more of that more there. But yeah, I definitely am down for that. Yeah. Um. So, moving on to my third pick, "Christmas with You" by Artist First Poet. Um. I'm sorry for ruining the vibe because this yeah, song sure did. definitely did not fit the rest of the vibe of the of the playlist. But I get really sappy during Christmas time. I'm like, it makes me romantic when it's cold outside and it's warm inside. And like you want to, I don't know, something about just the holidays just makes me very sappy. And this the theme of this song is like, we're broke and we can't get each other gifts, but we have each other. And it's super corny, but... For some reason, it just works because it's sung by this kid that's kind of young and you kind of believe him. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, it it tugs on my heartstrings. And I think one of my favorite things about this, where normally an acoustic song, you kind of want it to have good production quality. The, the, the production quality on this song is rubbish. But I also think that's part of its charm where it's like it kind of helps you buy into the like, yeah, we're broke. Like I could barely afford to put this song out, you know, like. I, I really like everything about this song. And even if it's a little doesn't fit the theme, I was like, you know what? This is still like a Christmas staple for me. Yeah, no, um, it definitely killed the vibe. You know, I thought we were doing a fun little meme playlist and then you drop this hundred ply soft track on me. <laughs> spelled S-A-W-F-T soft. <laughs> this, this shit is so fucking <laughs> so cheesy and soft, but that's okay. You know, you're, you're allowed to make soft songs. That's okay. Um, lyrical content aside, I do actually quite enjoy this song. 
Um, it's just a cheesy love song, and that's okay. Um, it's not it's not something I'll listen to probably ever again, <laughs> but um, it's one of those songs I would expect to hear in like a Hallmark Christmas special. You know, one of those movies they make a trillion of every year, and it would fit perfectly in that, and that's okay. Like, th there's nothing wrong with that, and this this would be like the best song in that genre, I think. So, um, yeah, it's. I mean, as a guy that want... that read and watched a lot of Nicholas Sparks growing up, I think that kind of <laughs> plays. Yeah, you yeah you understand it because that is you that, that was <laughs> you growing up. Nicholas Sparks walked so Harmark movies could run. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh man, that's awesome. Um, sorry, my my video was getting choppy, so I had to make sure I was coming through. Fine yeah, you're still. good. You're good. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think I'm ready to move on. <laughs> I don't For have sure. much else to For say. Sure. It's fine. It's just a cheesy love song and. I get it. You'll you're know a, when big... you press plus press shuffle on our playlist. You'll know when the song comes on. Yep. Uh, so number four for something completely different, uh, Wizards in Winter by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Um, TSO was cemented into American Christmas consciousness with this song when that video went viral in like 2011 or something of the guy in like Indiana that synced up his Christmas music to this song. And ever since then, Everybody's seen that video. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. If I'm happy, if you don't think you've seen it, you've seen it. Um, and now those videos are a dime a dozen, right? So every year we see something more and more creative and, you know, we're almost kind of saturated with it. But at the time, this was mind blowing. And this was a time when YouTube was still super young um, and like things didn't really, it had took a lot for something to go viral like this. And so just by virtue of that video, this song and Trans-Siberian Orchestra, if they weren't already, became a huge part of the American, like, Christmas consciousness. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's it's an absolute pop culture legend, and this song is Christmas to me. Like, you cannot extricate this song and Christmas from each other. They just exist as one entity. And it's so cool how they, like, how many kids do you think joined band because they were like, I want to. I want to be able to do a cover of that. Like, yep, it's so cool. Um, it might be Trans Siberian Orchestra might be more important to the holidays than Elf. Yeah, hundred percent. That's not even a hot take. Like, you think it's a hot take, but it's not. I think it is. I think it's a hot take. <laughs> if we took that to the internet, the internet would eat us alive. Oh well, the internet's stupid. It's filled <laughs> with children. Um, yeah, this. This song just feels like the holidays, and I think it's because of that YouTube video. Um, and there's something to be said about being able to make your mark on Christmas because people get so burnt out, and like it's so repetitive. And to do something to stand out, um, to have a song like this that can be played with just music on a house or, or lights on a house, that's just like that's it's so uh, I don't know. It's a it's a good song, good song. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I love it. And it makes me want to watch that YouTube video over again. Yeah. I'm going absolutely going to after this. I haven't yet today. I've been holding off on it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an incredible video. Um, and the technology and yeah, it, wasn't really there then. Like it's easy to like program your house and like do everything. But like back then that was, that was like true art and like you had to be creative and figure it out yourself. Right, and nobody, nobody really done that before. So it's like, yeah, this guy doing it and blazing the trail is like, 
yeah, he, he really set the stage for like a whole different medium of Christmas decoration. And to, you know, just to speak on TSO a little bit more, like there's a reason like their shows sell out instantly still. Like they, they've been selling out shows for 40 years, 30, 40 years now. So it's like they're they're an institution in Christmas and Elf can go fuck itself. There's nothing. <laughs> it's not even close. It's not even close to as important as TSO. <laughs> So, um, I mean, I love Elf, don't get me wrong, but it's not, yeah. it's not to TSO levels as far as like Christmas importance. I mean, they didn't spark interest in, uh, them making a movie with Danny DeVito in it called Deck the Halls. <laughs> what? You haven't seen Deck the Halls? No. Dude, that's, you love crappy Christmas movies, so. I do. What's that one you watch this time of year? What, I'll be home by from Christmas for yeah. Christmas with JTT. Yeah, oh yeah, fucking incredible I, movie. I I have that saved to like on Disney Plus. I have it saved to like your list or whatever because I want it to pop up and I want to laugh <laughs> at it all the time. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but it's it, I watch it every year. Same <laughs> thing with uh, like Jingle All the Way is a great one. Yeah, there's so many bad Christmas movies that I love. I think Jingle All the Way is legitimately good, but let's that's a that's another topic <laughs> for another podcast. <laughs> Yeah, De- Deck the Halls should be added to your list. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, so my fourth pick, Merry Christmas, Everybody, by I Don't Know How, But They Found Me. Um, so I don't know if you know much about I Don't Know. I'm, I'm going to shorten it down to I Don't Know because I think they do too. Yeah. Um, this guy, the the lead singer of I Don't Know, used to be in Panic! at the Disco. Okay. He used to be one of the... Con- I think one of the main lyricists for Panic, um, for at least the first two albums, I want to say. Um, so it kind of has that weird Panic vibe to it, like, and I don't know, um, has been like a really cool artist to to keep an eye on. Um, but this was like my attempt at like trying to get newer music because a lot of the ones I've already added had been like songs I've been listening to for a while, and rediscovering this and rediscovering them was like god this is such a jam and it kind of feels like like if the other cool the cool uncle shows up like the the weird drunk uncle's already gone somebody gave him a ride home and the cool uncle shows up a little late and he's dumping jameson into the eggnog and he's giving you a little cup and he's like we're gonna sing this song together and it's like damn this is so cool it feels like a sing-along for the whole family uh, yeah, man, this song, uh, it's its interesting. When I listened to it, I couldn't get out of my mind that it reminded me of, like, a late-stage Beatles song, like something from, like, the Sgt. Pepper days. Like, you could put this on, like, Sgt. Pepper, and it would fit right in. Um, and that's about as high praise I can dole out for a pop rock song because that's one of my favorite albums of all time in general, not just, like, rock song, like albums. Uh, Sergeant Pepper is incredible um, from front to back. And I'm hoping I'm hoping you watching this Beatles documentary is going to get you listening to some more Beatles because they're already, on your stage. It already has, man. I, yeah, I know. I know you haven't been like the biggest Beatles fan in your life, but their their later stuff is awesome. Like from Sergeant Pepper back, like from there forward is really, really fucking good. Um, but yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a fun little jaunt. That's just got like the perfect amount of sweetness to it. It's, uh, it's the middle, it's the, song i wish your last song was <laughs> like it's it's nice and sweet and it's uh yeah it's just it's a nice little sing-along song and i and it's got that like i said if it sounds like it's on sergeant it could be on sergeant pepper i'm all for it i'm gonna mm-hmm. listen to the song again this is a cool song for sure and the fact that you say the dude that is from is from uh 
uh, panic. Pan- panic, yes, thank you. Um, it makes so much sense to me because that's their whole shtick, right? That kind of circusy vibe. So, um, yeah, fucking great song, man. Um, loved it. Hell yeah. Uh, are you ready for my last pick? Let's do it. Which is also Tommy's pick, which is Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. I believe I said that correctly. Um, this is the best Christmas song. There's no debate. Um, Bing Crosby was born to sing Christmas songs, but there's something about the unfettered joy in this song that makes it stand above the rest. Um, if I could save one Christmas song, this would be it. It's so fucking good. And like, like every time I get really pissed off about the Christmas season, I and if I listen to Feliz Navidad, I will be happy again and i will want to celebrate christmas and it's it's the least christmasy christmas song too i mean it's it's a straight up i don't even know what to call it um other than like latin inspired um but it's so good it's it's easy to sing i know all of the spanish words in it um there's like 15 to 20 song words in the entire song um and then there's an ah at some point which <laughs> which is always going to get me laughing and, and smiling it's just, it's perfect. It's the best Christmas song, and I will fight anybody who dares disagree with me. Have you ever watched, have you watched Ted Lasso yet? No, I haven't. There is a character named Danny Rojas where his whole thing is like, he's like a golden retriever, like basically a golden retriever football player. And right. he says, football is life. And he like says it with such, he's like so cheerily optimist, all the, optimistic all the time that it's like, Yes, like I love when he comes on screen. You're like, yes, Danny Rojas is here, and that's how this song makes you feel as well. Is like, damn, this song is so upbeat and happy, and it's it's one that gets played so much that you think it would grow stale, and it never does. So no, never it, there's does. something something to be said about that. To be a simple song and still be able to like have that repeat quality, um, and it's crazy that it's celebrating its fiftieth. 50th anniversary this year and that it's younger than all the Beatles music. Yeah. It just feels, it feels like a song that's that's been around forever. I couldn't imagine a like a world where this song didn't exist. And yeah, well, I mean, neither one of us is 50, so that yeah, makes sense. yeah. <laughs> but but still it felt like this is only from like 1971. That's crazy. It feels like a song that's way older, but mm-hmm. He's probably yeah, man, just I, the first one to record it. Yeah, it's great. And you told me there was other versions of this song. I've only ever heard this song, either that or I've just blocked any other version of this song out of my head because this is the only version, the Jose Feliciano version is the only version to listen to. If there's another version, you can just throw that shit right in the fucking trash. Send it to the trash store because that's where it belongs. (laughs) Uh, That reminds me of... uh what you said about jail socks at one time (laughs) take this song take the other song put it on an ep and throw it in the trash (laughs) makes me laugh every time yeah i mean i still feel bad about it but you know whatever it's our cover photo on twitter still good it's it should never not be that (laughs) uh i say something equally stupid uh i almost changed it to uh when uh highway sniper said something the other day like these guys really like the word nihilistic I like, yeah, whatever. I don't think we said it that much. We, I think I put it in the description a lot too, though. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so track number five for me, uh, "Christmas at Twenty Two by the Wonder Years. I think this song does a really good job of like being a Christmas song for people that are like weirdly not teens anymore, but not married and have kids. 
and it's more about like like oh you you have the obligation of seeing your family but you really want to see your friends and you want to hang out with your friends and like catching up with people and i i really like the sentimentality of like hey this year has kind of sucked but at least we're not alone for christmas and you know there's a lot of cool things about this song but i really love when he mentions uh how everyone has the same away message i was like dang that <laughs> that takes me back yeah you uh, you love your away messages that's for sure um yeah, and I don't think you won't get this. I don't think, but this is one hundred percent like a um, Adventure Time song. Like I could see like Finn and Marceline singing this song together, and it sounds kind of like the way Finn would sing. Uh, it, this is like an Adventure Time Christmas song for sure. Um, it's not my favorite sonically, but there's something undeniably genuine that makes it always. It's always makes for a good song. Like you can tell. Like I don't really love the guy's voice. I think he like I love the female vocal in this, but the uh, the guy's voice just kind of kills it for me, but it's kind of broken at a certain point. Yeah, it's just—I mean, it's—it's it's, again, it's subjective. Like, it's, I know there's—I'm sure you love it. Uh, it's just—it just kind of took me out of it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it, genuine, so it's okay. Um, and that's kind of where I've had to come around on a lot of like emo stuff. Is like I may not love it, but as long as it doesn't feel fake, then it's going to be there's some credence to it, right? Um, so. Yeah, it's good. And like I said, it reminded me of Adventure Time, so that's never a bad thing. I've seen all of season one of Adventure Time, and I'm, oh, okay. I really like it. So, I, it's a great, I, it's... I love it because it's like nine seasons long, so I put it on for the dogs when they when I leave. So Yeah, it's great. You should actually go and watch it because it actually turns into like a really good like kind of like young adult drama. It's like a goofy comedy for the first two and a half seasons, and then it's just like shit gets real <laughs> so it never loses loses that goofiness either i don't know it's a great fucking show um hmm, that's kind of like bojack hmm. 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 Yep, we're at a stalemate <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah those are all our picks how you yes. feel feel good i feel like i like this playlist quite a bit um i feel like there's the one super sappy song that i don't want to ever hear again but um other than that yeah if you're skipping one out of 14 that's pretty good yeah for sure and i like like no go ahead sorry i was to say i like all our audience submissions as well so it kind of i think everyone kind of knew without us saying like we wanted them to be goofy because yeah we're goofy people and we don't really we're not going for like we want this to be a an award winning playlist. We want the goofy shit. Like I want the shit that no one else hears, you know? Yeah, everybody knows what are good Christmas songs. So why would we do a podcast about like oh oh ten and bomb? Like, oh wow, what a what a what do we say about this that hasn't been said by a trillion people over the course of the history of time? So Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 happy with the kind of different playlist we got for sure. Mm-hmm. You want to get into songs of the show? Sure. Would you like me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I picked Planet Bass by Twerp. Uh, unfortunately, you couldn't make it up for the the concert this weekend, um, but me, Ben, and Lou all had a great time uh, with Ben with uh, Chad, who is a contributor to the show as well. Um, it's just it was a really really fun show. It was packed, like it was sold out. So there were 600 people in this small little bar and uh, we eventually threw a little uh, almost getting kicked out. Ben says we didn't get kicked out, but we kind of did. And then we kind of worked our way back around the stage and got super, super close. Like we were right up on the stage for the last couple songs. 
um, and then the whole encore. So a really cool show. They played Planet Based live. Um, their whole like stage show is really funny. Um, I would absolutely go see Twerp again. Um, I put them on here so I could talk about the concert mainly, but I also love Planet Base. Uh, if you were following, if you're following us on Instagram, I tried to post a few things from the the show. Um, I don't know how good of a quality they were, but um, it was a fun time. I couldn't believe how close you guys got on some of those <laughs> pictures and videos. Yeah, we had to sneak back around one side of the stage where the band was actually going to exit to a smoking area and then we had to go back in the other way and then we're just like fuck it we'll just stand here in this little hallway and that's where we stayed for the last like six songs and it was awesome hell yeah so yeah planet bass by twerp is great too um and it just kind of fits in with our bass heavy themes here recently so give it a listen yep we're we're the 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 podcast that gives a voice to basis um yeah man i wish i would have gone to that you would have loved it, dude. It was a lot of fun. The bar was kind of your vibe too, so. Yeah. Um, were Were there any good openers? Uh, we don't know. We did. We we thought the opener. We got there. The show started at nine. They were supposed to have an opener. We got there at like nine ten, um, and we were standing outside, and we started. We heard um, only the best, and we're like, oh shit. I guess twerp starting. So we were like, fuck, we got in there. Um, if they had an opener, they only played for like 10 minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Normally there's like four acts that go on, you know, like, yeah. Wow. No, they were, they were done by like 1030. They started at like nine 15 and we're done by 1030, which is kind of cool actually. But uh, it was a good show. Like I said, I would absolutely go again. Yeah. I can't wait for them to come back around. Uh, my song of the show is a few screws loose by a great big pile of leaves. This is not a new song by any stretch of the imagination. It's actually from the album um, that I'd heard from them originally, and I'd seen them at like a live show. The album was called Have You Seen My Prefrontal Cortex? And it's got like yeah. really weird album artwork. Um, and I think me and my older brother, we saw them, and as soon as we saw them live, we were like, I'm going to buy their CD. So we like went to their merch table, bought their CD. And I wish I would have like bought a sweatshirt or something. Cause I've been listening to this album specifically for so long, but I, I guess I always like got bored by the end of the album. So I never made it to this song and I was putting together this new table pool in here. And, um, uh, this song came on and it explodes into this, like really sings sing along. Have you listened to it? Yeah, it's really good, man. And like, uh, there's, uh, Back then, our bones wouldn't break. We didn't give a fuck. Uh, always fighting to stay awake. And, like, that just, like, just capturing adolescence without, like, over-explaining is so fun because you kind of get to fill the rest in with your mind. And it's just got, like, such a good sing-song-along. And I was like, damn, I cannot believe this This could have been my favorite song for the last 11 years. And I've just been, like, not making it that far in the album, so... Uh, maybe we'll do the album eventually or do we'll do their new one. But um, yeah, that was my pick for a song of the show. Yeah. I like this quite a bit more than the last great big pile of leaves song you played or picked. It's it, the last one wasn't bad. This one was just way more my speed. Um, I listened to it uh, once and a half <laughs> before we recorded here. So I don't have the, a whole lot to say about it other than I just really liked it. And I know that I would listen to it again for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a really, really, it's a good song. Um, and I think I need to listen to a little bit more of uh, AGBPL. Even the acronym is so long. Yeah, I know. 
Um, so yeah, check out our song on the show playlist um, if you want to listen to some of the songs we picked. It's fun to just go. We have so many in there now that it's fun to just go hit shuffle and kind of go backwards and try and track down what episode we talked about it. Um, but it's also made it interesting. We've talked about some of our songs of the show so much and like current music that it's made it hard to like pick our top five songs of 2021. I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, no, I feel okay. 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 <laughs> I think you guys, I think you guys stress out about it way more than I do. <laughs> I just basically picked five songs that I really like from this year. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't take it that seriously. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so if you want to check out our social media, Instagram is at off the beaten clef. Twitter is at off clef. Our TikTok is at off the beaten clef pod and our email is off the beaten clef at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions, shit like that. So next week we're going to be doing kind of a mini. So just kind of recapping the year, talking about what we're going to do for the rest of the year and also what we plan on doing for next year. Yep. Yeah. And I am excited for what the future has to hold for us. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be a, a quick episode, but if you guys have anything you want to send us and include in the episode, just let us know. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.